on today's Locked On Bama, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Uh, Jimmy Stein will be with me here in just a second. We're going to talk about Jaheim Otis's uh, body transformation. Uh, he's obviously been eating his built bars. And we're also going to talk about Juwan Gary, another basketball player. We'll talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Bama. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey again, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Jimmy, how are I'm you? I'm good. Today? I'm just uh, locked on white. I'm doing great. I'm locked on white socks. What? Mm-hmm. Say locked on white socks. All right, for those who don't know, uh, <laughs> we share a restream with, I think, the locked on MLB and the locked on white socks people, but I do have it on the locked on Bama thing for now but i see you see locked on white Sox, but whatever i see locked on white Sox. I, our, our our fans our fans see something different but i see locked on white Sox, and i think it's funny every time because i'm like shit i hope luke doesn't ask me anything about the white Sox. i don't know if if you see me asking you a professional baseball question shoot that imposter i'm telling you right now um i got a dude named first- uh, carlos carlos rondone i think plays for the uh, white Sox, and he's really good that's about all I got. Take, I'm going to take your word for that. Um, Jimmy, hey, I, I got just, a good story. I got a good story. This is good. This is a local story, too. But about save, the White it, Sox. save it. Save it. Save it. Save it for the next segment. To, that's our segue. I'm learning how to do got this. It. We got we to talk Bama stuff initially. That's what the people want. And I think what mm-hmm. the people... I don't know if they want to hear this or not, but Juwan Gary is in the transfer portal. Um, he was sort of yeah. a fan favorite. I'm sorry, I just took a shower not too long ago, and my hair and I laid down like a moron, and now my hair won't get right. But um, yeah, and I'm making well, you do it too, and you didn't even take a shower. I just drove with the window down. To uh, I just drove with the window down. So right before we got on here, so I was dumb. All right, Juwan Gary's in the transfer portal. Um, I, I think some people are probably. I'm okay with this. Um. Look, I like Juwan Gary. I've, I've sung his praises on this very podcast. At the same time, he averaged about six and a half points a game. Uh, he was not a great finisher. He was not. He was. Oh, he was above average defensively. He was certainly not a good three point shooter. And um, uh, uh, one of our loyal listeners was texting us and mentioned, "Hey, you know what I hate about it is we may lose a locker room guy." And my point to that is, if we had a locker room guy last year, I'd like to know who the hell it was because, frankly, that was one of our biggest problems. So I, I'm really just about okay with a complete roster turnover. You know, I'm okay with anybody coming back. Anybody who wants to come back is good enough, in my opinion. They were, you know, maybe one or two guys probably need to transfer like a Jason Holt, but taking no shots at him. But, yeah, if you were telling me who was the, the player that we could most afford to lose, Jason Holt, would probably be on my list. Um, but, you know, if, if you tell me that we're having 80% roster turnover, I'm okay with that too because we needed a makeover. Hmm. Disagree? Maybe. Well, I'm not sure how to, how to phrase it because I don't want to make it sound like I think Juwan Gary was a fantastic player. Uh, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, I agree with you that Juwan Gary is replaceable 
uh, he wasn't uniquely gifted. Uh, losing him is not the losing him is not the reason that uh, you know that that it might not go well next season. Um, my concerns are more macro than micro. To me, the micro problem is we lost Juwan Gary. The macro problem is why is everyone leaving? Well, I mean, everyone is leaving. Three players that played in games last year are coming back. Three when all 13 had the eligibility to come back. Um, I, I, I'm just saying I don't know that there's a problem. I'm not telling people that there is a problem. I know some stuff that goes on. I, I, I hear rumors and I know stuff that goes on. I'm not telling people there's a problem or, or, or that, you know, Nate screwed things up or there's the assistants or it's players. I'm not saying there's a problem. I'm, all I'm saying is it is fair. It's fair to worry that there's one because I know there's a new normal. I know there's a thousand kids in the portal. I know this is to some extent the new normal and we need to get used to this. But on the surface, I, I, I don't like the math here. I don't like that 13 could have come back and three are, uh, I, 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 or four, if you count Burnett. Uh, that's fair. I, I think that's uh, fair so I, I don't, I don't like that. It's, it, it, it's, 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 I worry something's wrong, but I don't okay. know that there is. Okay. I think that's a fair argument. My counter to that is, if you are truly worried that something is wrong, then um, I'm even more okay with roster turnover. Because here's my thought, that I'm going to choose to believe in the coaching staff right now. I'm choosing to do that. This coaching, this is the same coaching staff that won the SEC last year, won the SEC tournament, made it to the Sweet 16, got bounced by a team that was hotter than a firecracker and shouldn't have been an 11 seed in UCLA. And um, it, I think outside of UCLA, that team probably could have made it to the Final Four, okay? And this this is the same coaching staff that's bringing in, by some accounts, the number three recruiting class in the country. Uh, they're not done in the transfer portal. They're going to get some other dudes, maybe Mark Sears, uh, maybe the kid from uh, West Virginia, maybe some others. So I choose to believe in them. And I'm also choosing at the same time, not out of – blind uh, love for Alabama, but I'm choosing to believe, okay, yes, I agree with you. There was a problem this year. And I think that problem was complete lack of locker room leadership. And therefore, I have to surmise, okay, we, we probably need some new faces in there that can be leaders. And I'm hoping if a Mark Sears comes in, a guy that's uh, had great success, at granted, at Miami of Ohio, maybe he can bring some leadership. Maybe uh, a year under the belt of Charles, Charles Bediaco, he can be a lot better. I, I'm just choosing to believe turnover is good this time. If it happens again next year under these same circumstances, I'll be very concerned. Yeah, uh, I like choosing to be optimistic. And I, I'm believe it or not, even with my little rant, I'm going to choose to be optimistic myself. By the time we put the 13-man roster together again, by the time we get Humpty Dumpty uh, taped back together, I'm probably going to be – cheerleading more than anyone else that's just the way i roll and, and the way i like to approach each season like hey this team could be good um uh but i i, I just i worry that I, I think nate's success has set an expectation level and and here's some trouble here's some more here's some more trouble ahead i think nate's success set an expectation level and now next year's team is going to be all new guys and it's tough to get brand new guys to have chemistry and play well together. I, I use as an extreme example the, the Miami Heat team 
that was uh, built to win the NBA championship. They did. They did it more than once. But the first year t- together, they, they, they didn't do well. And, and I, I think basketball, sometimes it takes some time. Okay. I'm with you on that. My counterpoint to that would be all you have to do is look at Auburn. They brought in a right. boatload of new dudes, won the SEC. Now their new dudes were really talented. Um, all you have to do is look at Kansas and North Carolina, both playing for national championships, both had uh, transfers that made major impacts in those games and, and impacts on their way to the title, to the title co- contest. So, Jimmy, I, I want to now talk about Athletic Greens. If you want better gut health, if you want more energy, optimized immune system, and, and if you hate taking pills and vitamins all the time that, you know, you're not even 100% sure they work. If you want a supplement that actually tastes great, that's Athletic Greens. I'm telling you, I've taken it. It's delicious. It's nutritious. It's fantastic. Um, I'm going to start taking it more because I really need to get on this weight loss thing right before summer. And um, I need I need more probiotics in my life. Athletic Green will uh, will help me with that. And uh, if there's anybody needs more probiotics, it's daddy. So uh, check out Athletic Greens. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit Athletic Greens backslash college. That's athleticgreens.com backslash college. Athleticgreens.com backslash college to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens. All right, Jimmy. Um, I, I want to talk about Jaheim Otis and maybe actually why don't you tell us your story? Uh-oh, you're muted. You're muted this time. And you're muted even more. You got a phone call, didn't you? Nod your head if you got a phone call. You are completely muted. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy is still muted. So here's what I'm gonna do. Jimmy, you get out and come back in. Actually, you're you're in a terrible zone. So you get out and come back in. Here's what I want to do. Instead of going into the Jaheim Otis uh, talk, because I do want to talk about that with Jimmy, because he has made a major transformation in his life. He looks like a svelte human being. Um, Jimmy may be back already. That would be an amazing turn of events. Jimmy, are you with us, son? Uh, yep. How about that? You get a phone call, you get knocked off this locked on White Sox. I was no longer locked on White Sox. Okay, now you got to save your story because I got it. We got to get into this segment. But one thing I want to talk about, I want to save Jaheim Otis for the last segment because I wanted your comments on this. However, Nick Saban did come out with a statement about uh, Ajay Hall. He said, and I quote, he is suspended from the team for violation of some team rules, whether they're academic or whatever, it doesn't really matter. Saban said, following practice number 10, everybody has a responsibility and an obligation to respect the principles and values and do what they need to do. They're all there to help them be more successful. So to respect those and to do those are always really helpful. He's had that opportunity to get back on the team once. So I don't know what his plans are for the future. Now, I went on a radio show today in Montgomery like I do every Wednesday, and I basically said I would be – I mean, I basically said that Jai Hall's got to be gone. I mean, he's got to be. I, it may be a shock to him that he's gone, but he's got to be. He's not on the roster. Saban went out of his way to say he's suspended. He went out of his way to say he's already had a chance once, and it didn't work out, apparently, and he's doing this again. I still think he's gone. I still think that's probably best that he's gone, and I'm still cheering for him. Um, what say you? 
Uh, I, I totally agree. Lock, stock, and barrel with you. Uh, I'll be shocked if a Jai Hall is on the team this fall. And I, I hope I hope whatever he's got going on it works out for him. Uh, but, you know, Coach Saban himself has used the example so many times of the blinking light on the tree, that the Christmas tree looks great, and there's a thousand lights on it, it looks beautiful, and then what screws it up is one of the lights on the tree is blinking. One out of the thousand. And what are you looking at when you're looking at the tree? The yeah. one blinking light. Uh, that That's what you look at. And, and to me, a jai is that blinking light, and uh, uh, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. <laughs> that? That's a lot of metaphors in one statement. I appreciate it. I like that one, though. I've started using it about six months ago, and now I find myself using it all the time. Uh, I like it because it makes me sound like I'm a gambler, but I'm not. Oh, I like that. You know, um, when I was on radio today, um, they were talking about uh, me being in Vegas last, my being in Vegas last week. And um, they were talking, and I said, look, I came back with cash. And to me, I always win if I go gambling and I come back with cash. You know, if I take, if I go on a Vegas trip and I take $2,000 cash and I come back with 1,800, I feel like some, I won 1,800. I didn't, I actually lost 200. But see, I'd already written off that 2,000. So I feel like I won. And they were like, yeah, that's, that's actually a good way to look at it. And I said, well, it's like the gambler's prayer. You know that, don't you, Jimmy? The gambler's prayer? Oh, Lord, let me break even. I need the money. You never heard that? <laughs> I don't think I know that. That's, that's, how little I, that's how little I know about gambling. But that's the best. If you've ever gambled, and I've gambled a lot in my life, with a lot of things in my life. I only have four children now. I lost two of them in a dice game. But um, Boy, that hurts. Well, it was they were two of my least liked children. I actually only have four kids. Everybody calm down. Totally um, understandable. But, oh, Lord, let me break even. I need the money. Jimmy, if I could have told you how many times I've literally said that before I actually had learned the saying, you'd go, oh, my God, that's crazy. Um, all right. Let's talk about betonline.net right now, and then I want to get into uh, Jaheim Otis and how good looking he BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcasts, and reviews for all the different leagues this season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Jimmy, Jaheim Otis. Um, I thought he was a, a beautiful creature when we signed him, and now he's lost a little weight. I don't know exactly what he's come down to, but he actually posted a picture on his Twitter feed, and he's, like, fitting into his uniform. If he gets any skinnier, I'm going to set him up an OnlyFans page. <laughs> you are into some weird stuff. No wonder you've got to uh, – no wonder, no wonder you got to wager with your children – <laughs> to, fund, to fund whatever whatever crazy stuff you got going on over there. Um, here's my thing about that is obviously this is what's really cool and 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 kudos to the wait staff, kudos to Amy Bragg, uh, the nutritionist and her staff. They've clearly uh, reached Otis, Jaheim Otis. They've clearly reached him and made this fun for him. Uh, it's it's really hard to, to to lose all that weight and and to work and change your diet completely and live a completely new lifestyle. It's hard to do that, and somehow they've done it 
and reached him and and he's clearly excited about it and that that's really awesome i think now that he's probably seeing some results not just on the scales but on the football field that he's he can play longer uh he can he has more stamina uh he can uh you know he can move better he can rush the passer to an extent now uh i i think he's going to get even more excited about this and and uh when we signed him you know i said i think somewhere inside there might be a great football player and uh I never would have guessed he would get results uh, this quickly. But defensive line room is crowded. It's deep. There's a lot of kids in there. He's going to have to jump over a lot of people to find playing time. There's 15 defensive linemen on scholarship. No, that's a good point. And when we first signed him, I thought there may be several good defensive linemen in there. <laughs> Frankly, he was a big dude. Um, he was over uh, – it's not a secret. He In the Alabama-Mississippi High School All-Star game, which is played – about three weeks before he he uh, showed up at Alabama and, and enrolled in school, he was over 400 pounds. That's, that's amazing. I mean, it's um, that and that's way too much. I mean, that's Terrence Cody territory. That's just five but, months ago. Yeah, but I mean, the, the good news about weighing 400 pounds is it's generally pretty easy to lose. That's right. 20 pounds. The bad news is you can lose 20 pounds by flossing your teeth and nobody even noticed you lost it. So, but he does, he looks good, Jimmy. He looks good in pads. I, you know, I heard from Schultz, Roger Schultz, who, who very famously won or came in second or something on that weight loss TV show. Yeah, he did. Made, yeah. made Schultz famous. He said uh, a trick to doing well on the show, this isn't a secret, uh, a trick doing well on the show is right before you go to the show and right before you report, you add on as, bu- as much weight as possible. You eat as many cupcakes and wedding cakes and, and ice cream vats and drink as much, you know, uh, sugary Kool-Aid as you can and gain all that horrible weight in two to three weeks because that weight comes off first and comes off easy and it wins you points on the show. Mm. And that interesting. That is, but I mean, I hope yeah. that wasn't Jaheim Otis's. <laughs> no, it just reminds me of the uh, of the short story. Friend of the show. We'll call. I don't know that he listens, but let's call him friend of the show. He's a good dude. I know. Him hey, if you're listening, Roger, how about retweeting and subscribing? We appreciate. It. By the way, we're up over like 713 subscribers now, and I know that's not big when you. Uh, let's go ahead and count Schultz CS 714. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. That's not lo- a large number compared to like dude perfect or whatever. But hey, we, instead of uh, instead oh, wow. of telling the White Sox. Instead of telling the White Sox, locked on White Sox story, I got a Roger Schultz story. And since we're obviously going to tweet at him and try to get him to listen to the show, uh, I got a great Schultz story. Okay. So when, well, when he, he was in school, he was in school at Alabama when I was in school. And uh, I, di- I didn't know him then, but, but you know, he, he, was, he was on the football team. And the local radio station <laughs> ran like a little contest, win a date with Roger Schultz. He was, you know, he's, he's like really funny and, uh, and, 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 uh, had the personality for it. So like the local radio station had a win a date with Roger Schultz contest and, uh, he would be on the radio and, uh, and girls would call in and make their pitch. And one girl really interested him (laughs) to the point he asked her, Hey, uh, you wouldn't happen to have a bass boat, would you? And, uh, I don't know. That made me laugh really hard in about 1989 or 1990. And uh, I'm laughing just as hard now. He, he was really interested. If that girl had had a bass boat, I think he'd have uh, married her that day. Oh, God, that's funny. Um, 
I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I do have some former player stories. We're going to save them because I know you got to go. By the way, one of our listeners responded on the uh, on the comment section of the YouTube page that they are 98% sure you're homeless because you always do this from your car. <laughs> some days I choose to do it from the car. Some days I do. Today, I had a ton of stuff to do. And I was in Westmobile and Luke wanted to do the show. And then I'd have to get all the way home. And I stopped halfway. I'm doing this from the the world famous original oyster house on the causeway, which is a uh, halfway between Mobile and, and 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 my home. But no, I stopped because I didn't want to make Luke Luke wait any longer. That's that's yeah. the reason. But every, every day there'd be like a different excuse. But I'm also on the go a lot. Uh, so that that's a part of it too. Yeah, I mean I am too. I'm in Bowling Green tonight, so top that. I was in Indianapolis last night, Bowling Green tonight. I'll be in Birmingham when I, or Ellick City when I do this tomorrow. Who knows? I was out at QB Country, uh, which should surprise no one. It's my name on Twitter. I was out at QB Country in Westmobile at a meeting, uh, two meetings actually, and they ran late, and I didn't want to make Luke wait any longer. So I'm like, Causeway looks good. So I pulled into the original Oyster House where I'm doing the show, but I'm not going to eat, although it's delicious food. <laughs> well, that's a good pitch for them to become a sponsor. We got two people to tweet at. All right, buddy, that's going to do it for today's episode. We'll get together tomorrow. Maybe we'll uh, be a little more stationary. Until then, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide. Thanks, Roger.